This is the Wait For It Podcast. What's up, everybody? Thank you guys so much for joining me again on another anime episode that we're covering on Wait For It Wednesday. I'm one of your co-hosts, Mr. Eric Almighty, and I am here to talk about the first half of My Hero Academia Season 4, known as the Overhaul Arc. Now, I'm really excited to get right into talking about this. Now, I want to throw a quick spoiler warning for anybody who hasn't seen the show or any episodes from the season. I will keep it fairly spoiler-free to start. However, I will then get into spoilers as this has been one heck of a season and I would just not be doing it any justice to not get into full details. Before I get started, I also want to let you guys know to stick until the end of the episode if you're a new listener so you can find out where to find all of our content and when we're releasing new episodes. Without further ado, let's go ahead and talk about My Hero Academia Season 4 and my goodness, was it a ride. With minor spoilers getting started, I like to always talk about the description of the show. And of course, this season, Deku and the rest of Class 1A are starting to get more into hero work. And with that, there's going to be new enemies, new challenges, and new things that are going to jump at them. And we get that right away with the story. We start off in Season 4 at a pretty interesting place. We obviously get that kind of extra episode at the beginning, kind of recapping what had happened. And then we really get into the overhaul character and his meeting with the League of Villains. Now, without going too, too much to start, that's obviously something that really sets the tone for the whole season. And that's pretty much something that is hinted at at the end of the last season here. Now, once we get past that, we're jumping into a lot of character development for both Deku and Mirio, who gets a huge, huge amount of character development in this season and arguably is one of the main characters now after just being introduced in, what, the final two episodes of season three, if I recall. So it's really interesting to see how they really shift gears into that and the story about how they're going to basically save this girl from overhaul. Now, until I get into my spoiler piece, that's pretty much how much depth I'm going to give into the plot. Now, some things I liked about this episode, uh, these episodes in season four, I really enjoyed a lot of the character development that's in it. I've heard a lot of complaints from a lot of fans, and this is like on Twitter, social media about this season, how they felt there were a lot of slow points. And I will say that it seemed like there was a little less action throughout the season, but that was my initial thought. As I kind of went over the episode descriptions prior to recording this episode, I really kind of realized how quickly I thought things moved along looking back after watching the season. And those character developments that happen are for characters like Kirishima, who gets their shine. Uh, Amajiki, who is known as Sun Eater and one of the big three in regards to those characters. They get big shining moments. We also get to meet new characters like Sir Night Eye 
and Fat Gum, who immediately are likable and show just the the vast majority of quirks and type of heroes that are immersed in this world. The show really gets into its stride once it gets further into the arc. And of course, if you haven't heard by now, the final three episodes and really uh, the final four episodes are just fantastic. I've got to say, if you are somebody who really enjoys character development and especially the type of character development that My Hero Academia has been known for three seasons in, the fourth season will definitely not let you down. Now, I did want to get it basically a very brief spoiler-free thought on how I felt about the season, but here is where I'm going to give you that spoiler warning, where I'm going to get into full details and really get into the meat of this review for the overhaul arc. In three, and in two, and in one. That fight with Deku and Overhaul is where everything and the climax all happens. And that wasn't even where we started. We got that fight with Lemillion and Overhaul to then lead into Deku versus Overhaul. And my god, not only was the animation just on point, but the actual payoff of watching Overhaul get his ass beat after everything these heroes went through throughout the season was fantastic. And again, those complaints are all falling to the wayside by episode 13 for infinite 100%. Now, of course, Overhaul has an OP quirk. It is so overpowered and it is so ridiculous that the only way Deku was going to be able to beat him is at 100% of his power. And what I like about the whole season is how much they hid Ares' quirk until the final fight. It seems like a plot hole and it really does seem like a very convenient plot like plot armor. But honestly, I mean she could have reversed time, but that wasn't really her quirk. Her quirk was just to reverse. And in Deku's the perfect person for that to be the case. Deku literally can't use 100% power for all for, you know, one for all without breaking his body apart. And he's shown multiple times that for the sake of being a hero and saving people, he's willing to do that. Just think about that great muscular fight that happened in season three, where he knew he couldn't keep doing that, but he just broke his body over and over again, his arms, in order to save Coda. And I just, I think that's amazing. The show overall, I thought, did really, really good with some pacing. And, you know, we get a lot of shine, a lot of shine on Kirishima. I like that a lot. Now, of course, a lot of people are going to point out to Todoroki and Bakugo basically being absent from the show. However, you know, they're going to get their time. And if you pay attention to the beginning of season, the second half of the season, it's already starting. So just kind of hang in there. And, and I'd say, you know, if, the, if that was something that kind of threw you off, I just think they focus so much on so many new characters that you can't possibly complain about how the season went. Now, those are just my thoughts, of course, and I would love to hear what any of you think, whether you're an existing listener who's seen the season or whether you're a new listener who's uh, who's seen it. 
Hit us up. You can find it in the description, but anchor.fm slash podcast slash message. I'd love to hear your thoughts. The openings. I can't forget to bring those up. They're so good. Uh, Polaris by Blue and Count. And the last one is uh, Kokai no Uta. Probably said that wrong by Sayuri. Those, the opening and ending songs were really good. And if you guys know anything about me with my animes, you know already, once again, that is absolutely a big thing for me. I think the opening sets the tone and the ending does as well in anticipation for the next episode. There were also a lot of clips after the credits, which I thought was really interesting because I felt like that was increased from previous seasons. Now, that's, of course, just a quick perception. Could definitely be wrong. And let's talk about the League of Villains. Because while they didn't have a major impact in the story, they absolutely had an impact in everything that happened in Season 4. So they didn't have an impact as far as screen time, but they were always in the background. And they were there for some of the biggest moments. Even ending the season for Shigaraki, you know, he needs to really kind of match up with Deku at some point. And this is a great segue into some things that will happen in the future. Of course, me being a manga reader, I'm not going to do those type of spoilers in this episode. But it is absolutely something I have to reference because Shigaraki absolutely starts here with, you know, he needs to... We just saw what Overhaul was and is and just how ridiculously powerful he was, you know, before Shigaraki basically cuts off his arms, which I thought was such a nice touch to just really establish dominance. And he needs to do that because now we're seeing all for one and we're seeing Overhaul. Shigaraki is going to have to come up to that level if he's going to stand a chance against Deku. Those are a lot of my thoughts, guys, in regards to some things I liked. Obviously, a little bit of disappointment sets in with Sir Night Eye dying in the final episode, especially with him being introduced only this season. But I thought everything worked out very well. Even the constant background of All Might's you know, impending death, I think, really set the tone for the season. And I think the tone was set from the first episode, not including the filler one, of course. I mean, episode two. And really, I thought this season was one of the best seasons that we've gotten so far. There's definitely been a main point that's been made, which is the first three seasons built to All for One versus All Might. And since then, it's kind of lost a little bit of steam. But I think if you watch the entire season and you get to the end, I, I just don't see how you can possibly feel that way with such a climax that just absolutely dominates anything else that's on right now and you know attack on titan was has been a great series still the best one i've probably seen but man these final three and even the fourth episode uh in regards to after the fight i thought they were done so well and all of that done because of the character building that had been done from the first episode of season four and even prior now This is just a quick review in regards to my thoughts. If you want to know what more content we have, you guys can check us out anywhere that we stream, which is going to be Anchor. It's going to be Apple Podcasts, which is now, uh, which used to be iTunes. And then we also have Spotify, 
Podbean, Pandora. Seems like we're on almost every platform. Still working on that as we speak. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at Wait For It Podcast. Twitter at Wait For It Pod. And if you liked my content here this week, I really hope that you guys come back for some more. We do have other episodes if you are an anime fan. So, for example, you can check out my previous episode on why you should watch Dr. Stone. And we also did a review on Weathering With You, which was the unofficial sequel, in a way, to Your Name. Very popular anime film. That's all I've got for you guys. Thank you guys so much for joining me, and make sure to come back every Monday and Wednesday for more content each week. And remember, all you have to do is wait for it.